You are listening to KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. Guess who's back? It's the boys, your outspoken mm-hmm. boys. Uh, welcome to a snow day, wow. snow weekend. Talk about, yeah, snow, snow weekend. <laughs> we got snowed in. It's never happy for Completely. Me. No, no. It is if I'm in a cabin. I, actually, yeah, if you anything, have to look so at it fun. from, uh, 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 you know, beyond By or snowshoeing or yeah. something like that. Yeah, like it. make it a vacation. If you have good friends with you, mm-hmm. Gay and Bob, if you're listening. That's right. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> because I'm, I live in the valley. Oh, and so therefore, God. I'm just stuck. And I have my car. Uh, wh- We've all heard the stories. Yeah. So it's, it snows never happy. happy I'm, for I'm me. always impressed mm-hmm. by your car because it does not do well in snow no, at all. And no. yet somehow you still make a home even on snowy days. Like I am that. determined. And into the valley. And which my is, car you know, is as determined as I am. Mm-hmm. I And I will say it was touch and go on Friday. Like I kept missing traction and like. If you were on the freeway Friday, we got yeah. off early because the roads were so bad at my job. Um, they were backed up to Airway Heights, they as were. we saw on the news. And I was on the freeway. Oh, my god! And gosh. then I had to get off on my exit, which is like probably a yeah. good 20 blocks from where I have to yeah. turn on my house. And the roads were awful. And so I made it all the way to my house and then couldn't get in my drive, so I had to park on the street. And then I just like, I'm out. I'm not going to. She can right. stay yeah. until, You're done. until You're done. spring. I know, right? She's done. Ugh. And of course, people, you know, on Saturday had to cancel everything that they did and stay inside. You had to cancel life. Awful. You had to you cancel had, life I, for I was for mad bit. because I had to cancel yeah. life. My hair was going to get cut. I'm like, I can't. I can't, yeah. Had to cancel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You Places have a good were car. Being uh, and yeah. you're downtown. It, right, exactly. I'm close, and my car does well. Actually, surprisingly, for a Prius yeah. in the snow, it just plows right got through it. You stuck once. Once. And, you got and it was on the main street, and it was because some lady in right. front of me stopped. You yes. don't stop in no. snow. It, Rule number one. Don't be an idiot and don't If stop. you're on a side road, never stop. <laughs> never That's, stop. That is really the key to yeah. all good. I don't care if you're going to crash and die <laughs> and if a truck's going to hit you. Don't stop. Right. Keep and going. never get too close to the side because the snowbank sucks you in. It does. It does. It, does, it yeah. has its own gravitational mm-hmm. pull. It and does, then yeah. once you're there, you it's can't science. get out. It's Just science. It's science. Anyways, we should do a little check-in. I know. For people should. before we, we have should. on our first guest, which we're always excited about. Right. What did we do last night? So even though the snowmageddon did stop many of our activities, we still were good friends, really good friends, and made it out to a birthday dinner. <laughs> I love that you Chris congratulate us. We were good friends. I'm just going to say we deserve it. <laughs> Where's our trophy? How about that? Where's our right. trophy? But it was worth it because... It was fun. Yeah, we went to um, you know, the mustard seed, and it was good. Um, we... Uh, yeah, we... It, it was... Um, Chase's birthday. It was Chase. It was our friends Chris and Chase. Yeah, Chris Chase and has been on the show before. Yes. Well, both um, of them have. Both. Of them yeah. Have. Actually, yeah. they both yeah, have been times. on the show. Yeah. For. Yeah, because it was his birthday, mm-hmm. and that was, and so we met a lot I think of people we didn't know. That, yeah. yeah, we did. It was. Yeah. It was one of those things where you you show up and you're like, okay, well, hi, I thirty know. people. I know, but it was really good, and uh, obviously, it was good to get uh, Happy birthday to Chase. Happy uh, birthday. Out there, Chase Maverick Lawrence. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Love, very outspoken man, him yeah. and his husband, very outspoken people. And so that was fun. And I was grumpy because I was stuck in my house all day. Yeah. So it was good that you made me go. Because yeah. all day I'm like, I don't want to go. Should we go? Yeah. It's getting out. But I love them. And so once we were there, it right, was amazing. Right, right. Yeah. But it was just like, know. you know, grumpy, mm-hmm, grumpy mm-hmm. cabin fever. 
It's yeah. just a thing. It happens in the winter. It's it like does. winter blues, but you know, plus ten because there's snow. Because I don't like feeling trapped. Yeah. I want. Uh, I yeah. want freedom of choice. Thank You're like you. a bird. You want to fly. I want to fly. Can't be caged. I'm like a bird. Please You're make that a song. It is a song. <laughs> Nelly for thought. Your version. Please. Yeah. Exactly. Um, also, so I love when we write down our notes. We write down our agenda, mm-hmm. and we just write down things to make us remember. Like Sergey loves improv. I in, thank you. What That's does that mean? Way. Yeah, wow. Sergey, figure that one out. Why does Sergey love improv? Because well, we had this conversation you know, a couple times. It's not nothing's official yet, but no. there is talks. And uh, one of my good friends in high school. Yeah, I used to do improv all the time. Um, love it. Uh, one of one of my favorite things to do. Um, and it's quick and easy and fun. It's you know, it's very me. Um. In high school, I did a lot of that. One of my good friends from from high school uh, is looking to start improv again, and so there's there's just a little something in the works. There might be. There might you, be. You used to do improv at Blue mm-hmm. Door. Yes. So yeah. you did and, high school yeah. Blue Door improv. Blue Door, exactly. And then uh, maybe you could be doing it in the future. Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe a little thing. Yeah. We'll but what see. I always find fun about improv is mm-hmm. it's a really great exercise at being quick witty yeah funny fast yeah, like exactly. to just ch- and i actually think it makes you know it just makes you a better host if you're going to be in entertainment right you know that's where i cut my teeth when i was 22 years old yeah yeah having an improv, improv. troupe mm-hmm. and that's what we- i feel like a lot of um big stars get their get their start yeah. there i mean second city second in Chicago, city is the huge. groundlings yeah. in la i mean tina fey amy poehler <gasps> uh emma emma stone i can only think of women um got <laughs> well, their that's because they're funny because they're hilarious but then you have Patton oswald who's yeah, a great stand-up comedian exactly you have uh um there's other people <laughs> <laughs> I we know did not prepare face, a list. Not, a, not by name. <laughs> if you say the name, we'll right. say yes or no. Right. How about that? We played um, that game. The guy from, um, no, let's just move on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> improv. That was great. That was, It'll okay. happen. Listen, maybe soon. I haven't done improv in a while. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I, I feel realize. like you'd be really good at improv. I I would like to say, because I'm like, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've heard that I am. Okay. There you but go. But it's why I used to be a shy kid. Yeah, and so in my yeah. 20s, it was it how I learned how to be quick because mm-hmm. I always felt like I was too slow. Like I would have friends who were so funny mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they would jump off of something mm-hmm. someone has said in a co- And I wanted that. Improv helps you do that. That's it how does. I am the hilarious person I am today. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you so got here, I, huh? And it's how I'm so humble. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Oh. Did, it miss, did it miss that lesson? I no, see. but yes, because I think it's, and you know us, we like uh, we like to know, riff off of a situation. Exactly. Or, you keep know what I mean. Keep it going. Keep the joke flowing. Right, and it's a, funny. A script can be limiting, even though they great, can. but limiting. We have respect for structure mm-hmm. and respect for, if you can master both, then you can it's a tool that's one. my favorite thing is the when somebody asks me they're like are you organized and like to plot everything down and to do this right. or are you really like spontaneous and on the go and right. i'm like both right really it's both. Like, yes those are true i like moments of both yeah, honestly. and you ha- and i agree with you you have to be good at you do at both things in order to know where is the right. good situation right. for either i i find that true with like traveling traveling is like that you have to plan it out you have to like know certain elements but when you get there you're like okay this is kind of the general idea. Right. And you have to be a little loose. You have can to be I tell very you, loose. If anything will turn you on that, <laughs> come on a road trip with the three of us. And oh, us, my gosh. You and me and Kurt, because yeah. you have to just go with the Yeah, you're like, ones. okay, well, that's out the door. We are now <laughs> right? going here. Seattle trips. They're coming again. They Something are. else you and I enjoyed. It, we love our Netflix shows. We do. 
and we can binge watch them. It's, it's funny. This uh, Santa Clara Diet is the show you Santa and I Clarita, just, yeah. just uh, Cla- yeah, Santa Clara. It all came out Friday. It came out Friday, and we watched it in two, <laughs> two days. They're done. Yes. We, and this is the, the Drew Barrymore thing. show. Yeah, it's funny. That's very it's odd. Funny. Yeah, very awkward, mm-hmm. and it takes a very weird situation and makes us <laughs> and makes us sitcommy drama out of it. Right for a whole thirteen episodes. Yeah, and yet. It was really. It's like, what the heck happened yeah, here? Because once you're into it, I'm like, no, it's I can't so stop. Weird. And then once it's, o- mm-hmm. it's exactly what it's supposed to be mm-hmm. for uh, mm-hmm. a streaming service. Right. Because then you're mad when it's over. And it takes, uh, for me, I think it took like three episodes, which I typically give for every Netflix show. I give three episodes. Yeah. To get hooked in, and if I'm mm-hmm. tempted for a fourth, fine. This one, three episodes in, and I'm like, go. Yeah, I have going. to finish it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Finish well, it. Well, and that's what they say hours, about any of these so. streaming programs is that mm-hmm. you typically get you longer. To- because right. they're allowed it, allotted right. more grace because they do the whole season at once. Because you can watch it, and then it you after can you can build a story another. more. And I think yeah. that's that's amazing. Yeah. So I, I just gotta say, if you watch it, um, which you should, uh, yeah, it's, it's so fun. it's funny. Um, the Asian uh store clerk uh character Ramona Ramona. Uh, uh, she, I need to find that woman and <laughs> bring her everywhere. She's hilarious. She is an enthusiast in a very important? understated, I, hilarious I, I way. Love her right? so much. I know. So, much. so listen, don't you worry. We've we're, we've been reaching out to them to have them <laughs> on yeah, the show exactly. because hello. I hope, so. I hope so. It's yeah. It's been a busy week for us. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie. You guys, follow <laughs> us because we're always doing something busy week. Crazy. Birthday party, talking right. about improv. Well, you know, you know. Clarita diet. Okay, you know, those fine. are that's how I I stay busy. Yeah. Uh, one of the other things I don't know if you know, but in October mm-hmm. there is a man who is a graduate of Washington of Wazoo, Washington State University, who bought the U Dub actually. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Sa- almost True. same thing. Go ahead. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, McKinley Building, the old school off mm-hmm. of Napa. Mm-hmm. He bought that in October and he's redoing this whole thing. It's kind of like what they did down where Terrain is, right. which is the Washington Cracker Building. Company. <laughs> I never get it right. <laughs> Crackers fine. were made there. That's all I know. <laughs> the um, old Cracker House, right. That is, and so they're, they're starting construction and, and we were invited to go look at it. So right, yeah. first of all, just so everybody knows where we'll be in case we don't show back up. <laughs> Tomorrow at <laughs> 6 o'clock. Because that building scares me. Yeah. Napa and Riverside. Secondly, we'll very excited to see what... They're going yeah. to do with it. I love it when they reclaim old buildings mm-hmm. instead of demolish them. And that area in Spokane, first of all, really needs it. And I know there's little really pockets does. of- It's of, off of Napa and Sprague. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and little things are happening there. But something big like that could really be a really nice, you know, East Sprague-like like right? neighborhood center. And that's what I think it's it's fun to look around Spokane and yeah. see different yeah. areas being developed. Right. It was hard right. to do that during, you know, when we had a little recession going on. And yeah. so to see it kind of wake it's back, back up back. again, I'm excited back. to see, you know, we've said a million times on here, you have to find the reasons to celebrate Spokane. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, all, we all hear the people saying, there's nothing to do and all of that. Well, no. but that's not an answer. That's a... Republican response. <laughs> Just kidding. But <laughs> it's not offering a, right? It's not offering an actual answer. And so what I or love is seeing yeah. these things. And and mm-hmm. I love the fact mm-hmm. that, that we're going to go see what we think of what they're going to do. Yeah. And, um, uh, well, and I'm excited. It's Yeah, the before and after will be very cool. And, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's supposed it's to be fun. like two it's years. Good. Which is fine, <sighs> but do you know once you, know, you just, hit my age, two years—that's so long. Yeah, two I years act is like long. An in, uh, yeah, you're not. You're not. <laughs> you and this whole the two old thing, thing this this week. You need what? to stop it. You're not I feel old. Feel it. No. Um. Yeah, two years is a long time for anyone. I think. 
right? But I'm excited because when we get there, it'll be it'll be beautiful. But hey, I'm just gonna say a uh, little uh, Colin Spokane out a little bit. Two years is nothing compared to the North South Freeway. How many years <laughs> has that been? Twenty years and it's halfway uh, done. How many and decades? yet no plans to keep it going? Okay, got well, it. How many decades? Got it. Got it. Well, I <laughs> please. I mean, listen. Yeah. If we can't even keep the street shoveled oh, from snow, I crap, I yeah. kind of understand how we can't finish a freeway. Mm-hmm. It's just the it's. Thing. A, uh, but speaking of celebrating whatever. Spokane, you know we love theater. Let's tell mm-hmm. you what you can go out and do if you're looking to get away from the snow Woo-hoo. and forget that it's there. What are some things they can do this weekend? Yeah, so uh, if you're a fan of Spokane Civic Theater, which we are, we there is there. Vanya and Sonia and Masha and Spike, and that runs through February 19th, and that was a good show. We saw it opening that was a night. fantastic Absolutely show. Absolutely yeah. so much fun. Yeah. We laughed so much. It, it was good. It was funny. It was and, fun. you know, we were in the front row, so we were really loud. And so as as we tend right. to be, so it's going to be on the practice stage downstairs until the nineteenth, which yeah, is exciting. At Civic. Stage, yeah. Something else. Our good friend Abby Crawford. She was on last week's show when we had that fun little interlude of old time radio. Mm-hmm. Um, she is starring in Civic's production of a little night music that's going to run February tenth. It opens this Friday and runs through March March fifth. She's singing the iconic song, of course, "Send in the Clowns." This is a Sondheim musical, and they're always. Amazing. If you know Into the Woods, that was a Sondheim mu- mm-hmm. musical. Mm-hmm. So they're always a lot of fun. So that's happening. You can yeah, go to Civic. And see then uh, stage left, uh, the little theater on third, as I like to the call theater it. On theater third. on third. That I wish fine. they called it that. That would be a good name I for them. I think that's fun. Um, but stage left we'll is good it. too. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're doing their uh, Fast and Furious 4. This is the fourth annual time that they've been doing it, um, which is great. It keeps happening and it's it's worth it it's like a little yeah. um it's readers theater, it's readers theater but it's yeah. short plays they, like it's one acts that are really exactly, only a few minutes exactly. long and they have actors up there who are reading it yeah i want to do that and they i think they get one rehearsal before it they yeah. kind of read through it so mm-hmm. it's it's fun it's it's a good thing to do so if you want to go there you can do that like we said it's just this weekend though it's the 10th through the 12th so you know some things to go out in spokane and celebrate and get away from the snow um, and remember why you love it. Uh, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. So uh, remember those things. And we, listen, there's something we have to acknowledge. All right. In all right. February. Yeah. A it's, little, for us, a little elephant in the room. Right. That we'll talk about. Are we talking about the same elephant? Because I'm thinking of an elephant. And, they, and anyways, what? Go for it. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> no, let, I'll, I'll let you start. Of, I mean, let's just get to what's coming, our favorite. Mm-hmm. moment yeah and let's be honest because it's february and what does that mean it means v-day yeah Valentine's v-day Day. is happening That's in right. nine days Uh-oh. the countdown has begun for some people it's beautiful <laughs> for some people it's not and for some people we don't care that's me. And uh, we, in honor of that, we're having our favorite uh, sex and relationship therapist uh, of our very own. He's just our personal therapist. Uh, Damon L. Jacobs, <laughs> uh, who know. hails from Manhattan. He also is the author of Rational Relating and Absolutely Shouldless, which is available wherever books are. Sh- are uh, you can buy books. Are I don't sold. Know what I'm books are sold. 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 That's the word. Sold is fine. It's too. also our Valentine's Day edition <laughs> with our favorite human being. We want to welcome Damon L. Jacobs to Outspoken. Damon, hello. Hey, boys. Boys with a Z. I'm How so are you? you both. Oh. oh, I'm doing so good. I feel like no, it's I'm freezing been a while. in Brooklyn right now, but otherwise, great. oh, oh yeah. Yeah. we are there with you. We have been like too much snow. We've been snowed in. My Come poor, rescue us. My poor dog like is mad because the snow is above his head, and he's not happy about it. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think winter. I think we're all done, right? 
let's call it good here. Sounds like they're done in Brooklyn, and I know we're done here. So I think it's it's come <laughs> to a vote, and winter can go now. That's what we're doing. I I, I agree, and and I think in terms of the way uh, our politics are going, winter has <laughs> only just. Uh, what a good and, wow. and who knew it's only been two weeks and already I'm gonna go in a cave in Montana. Yeah, right. So, well, yeah. <laughs> well, you could do that, but but here's what really amazed me, and I, I wonder what you guys have been thinking about this because you know we talked about this before the inauguration, and it's only been two weeks. Yeah, but seriously. even though we're seeing this really insane stuff happening, you know what else I'm seeing is heroism and activism yes and true people fighting and expressing love yeah. and mm-hmm. compassion and humanity in ways that we wouldn't typically find right and i'm talking about the people who, who are running to the airports to protest oh my yes. gosh I'm you're right talking about these republican judges Right. Standing up for what's mm-hmm. right. Exactly. I think it was Gloria Steinem last week who said, you know, she was there in the 60s and she hasn't seen it so united uh, since then that this is the first yeah. time in that many decades and she's seen it this Unfortunately, this, this is what, you know, brought us together, this really terrible thing that's happening. But you're right. It's brought us together and just really brought out the best in human beings, I think. It can, yeah. It can, it can. right. Right, and I think it's a reminder of things we've been talking about on this show, is that love does triumph, and yeah, sometimes right. love needs to triumph through periods or climates of hate, sure. and yes. I think we're seeing that awoken in our culture right now, and, and my optimism is hoping that this will be uh, lasting even beyond this presidency, right. that people will choose to act and react with love. Because as much as I love Obama, and I think the last eight years have been wonderful, politically right. in so many ways, not perfect, but better, right. um, you know, there's been so much um, infighting in so yes. many of our communities, <sighs> and attack, oh and a- uh, blame, and criticism. And, you know, uh, as you said, we're so united now. And if we're going to be divided in this country, I want to be on the side with you guys and with Cher and Michelle Obama. I feel pretty good about that. Right? Oh, I'm oh, there. Yeah. I am there. And I, I have to agree, as scary as it is, I'm in, like, we went to the women's protest here in Spokane. Mm. And I remember us talking as we're there. We've never seen that many people. And to see that sea of people who were there because they cared about each mm-hmm. other. That's a beautiful thing. And if you can keep that fire going, that really is going to outshine everything that's happening right now. Because eventually it will have to break because you can't, I mean, there's no way to stand against that much love and, and right, unity. Right. I think so. right. it's beautiful. So although I know this has been hard for so many people and I'm struggling too, but I do look for these signs of yeah. unity and of love and of signs of, of hope that we're going to get through this and we're going to get through this stronger right. and uh, more methodical in our actions than we were before. Well, and you, I want to point out, yeah. you said earlier, you used the word choice uh, when it comes to choosing to, to work together, choosing unity, choosing love. And I think we need to remember that we are all each one of us are empowered to choose how we react to whatever situation is going on. I think over the year that you've been with us, we talk about that a lot, that your perspective and the way you look at a situation, mm-hmm. that really can change everything. And even though I I think between Sergey and I, the spectrum is I 
knee-jerk automatically maybe go to the pessimistic side. Sergey's on the other. He'll go towards the positive side. I am learning that if I choose to find the silver lining, choose to find the positive, and choose those places to put my energy and my fight, uh, you it helps your it reinvigorates you to continue mm-hmm. every day the same thing. But it is choice. Choice is your first step. It sure is, and, and especially in a culture and climate like this, it is a conscious choice because it's not uh, it's not politically being reflected or validated right now. Yeah, yeah. So it is a conscious choice to work against that and be a counterforce against some of these decisions and actions, which to me look pretty unloving and uh, yeah. pretty dehumanizing. Mm-hmm. And the and I just have to say, just off the side, the reaction. That has been proven the last two weeks, which is to just uh, downplay the the multitudes, the millions of people who have questions, or to shut the press up, mm-hmm. is just that example of we need to stand even stronger because they're not going to work in reality, so we have mm-hmm. to. You know what I mean? It's just how we have to Yeah. Move. And, you know, we talked about on here, what can we do and what can't we do, and what, where do we have power and where do we not have power? Well, for the first time in my life, I just bought subscriptions to the New York Times and Ooh. Vanity Fair. Wow. Because those are both media publications with it, which have been uh, fiercely under scrutiny right. by yes. the current administration. Yeah. And um, that's at least, you know, I can't do a lot, but that's one of the things I can do. Yeah. Is yeah. support these media sources, not only with my readership, but mm-hmm. with my money. Yeah. To say that I support the work they're doing. Exactly. And I want to see them continue to do this kind of yeah. work through the next four years and beyond. Well, and money talks. I mean, if you if you want to have the loudest voice possible, you're going to have to put at least some money behind it to make it, you know, and it go that distance. And it doesn't have to be a lot. If you it get a lot. it's just as yeah. easy as going, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to have a subscription to the New York Times. Right. I'm going to have exactly. a subscription to exactly. Vanity Fair. I, I think we get overwhelmed very easily, but look mm-hmm. at those two mm-hmm. very manageable things you can do that right. actually Small have steps. a very big impact. I think that's amazing. People's choices as we yeah. move forward. One of the yeah. thing, now let's, this is, I'm going to transition this with my talented powers <laughs> of the unicorn. Okay. One of the things, speaking of choice, is how you can view <laughs> Valentine's Day. Because it can be really, 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 really depressing for some, or it can be the hyperly happy, positive, in love people, or it can be someone who's just like, eh, you know what, it's a day. But it's all in the way you choose to take it. And some of our questions today from listeners kind of go along those lines. So are you ready to get into love, sir? I'm ready. I'm ready to dig into love. Nice. Let's do it. Okay. (laughs) All right. So so we'll start start with kind of a longer one. Um, So uh, this listener is asking, I wanted some insight. My partner and I can talk about things projects and 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 stuff like that um and then reach an agreement on how and when we proceed once we start the project if it takes too long i try to run ideas by him to make sure we're in agreement and he gets mad Uh, for example we purchased a trailer and a truck last summer as a project for traveling the truck he said if we could get it home he would make it run as in fix it up well we got it home and now he's whining that it is a money pit it was stupid idea and that i talked him into it The trailer needed a lot of structure work. I knew it would take weeks or months, but after two weeks in, he started to whine about how long it was taking. Uh, I was getting too much input that I was getting giving too much input to him and I should just do it. But when 
Uh, I just do it. He is unhappy with my decision and asks why I did it that way. My question is, if there's a possible answer and if you can help, how do I address this problem? Talking only leads to fighting and then it comes to mon- down to money or time with projects. And I love that it's signed, it's signed Project, Project Shy. <laughs> Project Shy. That's, yeah, that's our listener, Project Shy. Okay. I, I, so I, this is one of these letters, and if, after 20 years of working as a therapist, mm-hmm. that's the first thing I think of, I wonder what the other partner would say. Right. Because this reminds me that there's two sides to every mm-hmm. story. And I'm not saying the Project Shy is wrong or anything. Because right. we all approach problems and conflict from our own perception. Exactly. I'm just very curious to hear from the other person their experience and their approach to, to this conflict. But let's just go with what Project Shai is saying and about the struggle. It sounds like, you know, he's struggling because we make an agreement. It's not kept. If I try to take care of it, I'm kind of damned if I do, damned if I don't. Right. Um, I don't really know what to do. Generally, as you as you guys know, what I'm really in favor of in these situations is, is strong communication and right. maybe getting some outside help with a therapist or maybe a trusted friend in order to facilitate this kind of uh, communication. Right. But what concerns me is uh, he's saying that talking only leads to fighting. And without communication, that is one of the essential pillars that I talk about in rational relating. You've got to find a way to communicate. You must find a way to talk, because if you don't, that pillar is going to collapse, and your relationship will collapse with it. It would just be like if you had a building that was held up by five pillars, and one of them was slowly eroding, falling apart, that building would not stay up for very long. Right. And that concerns me about this relationship, first and foremost. I think the issue with the truck and the trailer and who's fixing what, that seems to be kind of on the surface of mm-hmm. some deeper issues here. And and I really think it would be to their advantage to get some assistance with the deeper issues that are coming up. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, Damon, with communication, I mean, uh, you, you address this as a big, um, uh, a big red flag here that they don't have a whole lot of it. What tools can they start off with um, to start building that communication and start working on that, um, maybe in tandem with finding help as well? I think to begin is just for both of them to think about choosing your battles carefully here. You have to be right. Sometimes in every relationship, we have to make the choice between being right or being happy. Exactly. Some battles are worth fighting and some are not, even if you know you're right. You just Mm -hmm. say, yes, dear. Yes, dear. I understand. And sometimes you have to, that's an art and skill that you have to learn. And I'm feeling like there's a lot of um, power struggle and competition between these two. And I would really begin by encouraging Project Shy, since he's the one who's being proactive about this, is to sometimes, you know, back down, even if you know you're right. You don't have to argue. You don't have to resist. And if it's helpful, tell him just how you feel. Like, I feel, I feel sad because I, it seems like no matter what I'm doing, you're upset with me. Exactly. Well, I'm not happy with me, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to bring unhappiness to you. I'm just trying to fix the damn truck. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I have to say, in reading it, it, the first thing that came to my mind is there's a bigger story here. Because it does feel like it's a, it's a, because I know I've been in these fights. I know. It's always a symptom of what you're really worried or what you're really bothered by. And this is just mm-hmm. one of the things that kind of 
sets you off. It's just mm-hmm. one of your buttons, but mm-hmm. what what is the button? Like, what is it that you're so frustrated with that's really going on here? Because my guess is it's more than just this situation, you know? That's it feels like it's so much like you said, there's more underlying sides to issues, it and there's yeah, yeah and there's yeah. underlying issues that right. you know, but right now it's you know, he wants to focus on this, which, you know, obviously makes sense, but it sounds deeper to me. It is. And I also feel concerned about the, the context where the word whining is being used <laughs> by by the um the person who's asking the question. That, that infers to me that this has been going on for a while, and now perhaps there's some resentment that's built up. Right, okay. And that the communication here might be a two-way street, where the problems in communication or the resentment in communication could be going both ways. Exactly. But whining is not a compassionate term to use with your partner. I understand you may feel that way. It might genuinely feel that way. But if your partner sharing his... his uh, I don't know, his confusion, his ambivalence, or his back and forth, and you start to feel that through the filter of whining, mm-hmm. that's only going to add to the layer of conflict and resentment and challenges to to having a, a, a relationship that's mm-hmm. there for joy, for serenity, exactly. and pleasure. Yeah. See, that's a shutdown word for me. Yeah. I think there is a list of shutdown words that just... They just shut the conversation down. We're actually not going to have this. Yeah, when I'm they, in a, they don't help. Yeah, when I'm all. in a relationship, there mm-hmm. is I, you know, there mm-hmm. are just those. Well, that it's not going to be a conversation. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and compassion is another one of your pillars, uh, Damon. In rational relating, um, part of that relationship thing is you have to come from a place of compassion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Right, and if not, this is how it exactly. can sometimes begin to look when that compassion pillar is eroded, right? Or starting to erode. Exactly. And, and if that's happening again, this is not a foregone conclusion. Mm-hmm. There's still ways to to reinforce these pillars, bring right. back communication, bring back compassion. Mm-hmm. But it seems like just left to their own devices, they may not be able to do this on their own. And and to be fair, how would they? Right. How would they know how to do this on their own? Right. What what. What skill training or, or, or education do any of us ever receive exactly. about how to resolve these conflicts in our interpersonal relationships? Usually right. none or very little. Right. I See, I completely agree. And, there's, and why we think we have to on our own is what we mm-hmm. also have to address that. It's okay. It's okay to reach out to find, mm-hmm. you know, someone who helps us do these things that obviously we're struggling with. So for Project Shy, it's communication and compassion, you know, is our two first steps and don't be afraid to you know, go Reach and get someone yeah. to help out. Yeah. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So and don't feel bad about not knowing how to do this. Exactly. Right. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to get to question number two. It's V day coming and I am single and I don't really have a problem with that, but it seems that everyone else puts such pressure on me and wants to know who I'm going to date. When am I going to find a boyfriend? What big plans do I have? etc. It's funny because I'm typically confident and not worried about dating. I'll find it when it comes. But the pressure is insane. How do I reclaim this day and hold firm and not let it shake me and also get everyone to back the heck off? Sincerely, sick of Valentine's Day bullies. (laughs) I love this question. Yes. Great. So this re- he, this person's on the right track. Um, oh, good, good. Because they know <laughs> that all of this Valentine's Day is is raw, you know, is is a word I can't say on the radio. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um they they know that, but it's really hard to hold steady to that um when you are surrounded by and this is what I always say the should. And it's the same thing with Valentine's Day mm. as it is with Christmas. 
as yeah. it is with every corporate holiday. Every the, the, the Valentine's Day is not the problem. It is a symptom of a problem. Right. And the problem are the should in your family, community, Hallmark, corporations, which market all this stuff. So yeah. no matter where you're at, you're going to feel bad about yourself. So you'll buy stuff you don't really need. Yes. So if you're right. single, right. you're made to feel guilty and ashamed for being single. Right. If you're in a relationship, you're made to feel guilty because you're not doing enough or spending enough money to prove right. your love in a transactional way. There's no getting out of this. In a, there's no <laughs> yeah, getting out of this yeah. alive, basically. Nope. So what do we do with that? We get to the source. We don't just deal with the symptoms. We go straight for the problem. Mm-hmm. No should. No one, no thing has the right to tell me how I should live my life, what I should do with my right. body, with mm-hmm. my heart, with my feelings, with my mind. Nobody, nothing has the right or the power to do that unless you give them that power. And I really admire this person for, for because I, I think, I'm assuming it's a he, maybe that's wrong, um, but this person knows that. Their, right. their instinct is screaming to them, I'm fine, right. I like being single. It's yeah. only when people are messing with me that I start to question my truth. Right. And I'm going to ask this person, hold steady to your truth. Your truth is leading you on the right path. You are right. fine just the way you are. You're fine if you're dating someone. You're fine if you're not. It's all good. It's all love. It's all fun. It's all pleasure. Exactly. Hold truth to that. Exactly. And just tell grandma, calm yourself, grandma. It's <laughs> going to be fine. It's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. But I am I am with you on that. I am, listen, I've been with someone on Valentine's Day. I've been single on Valentine's Day. And I get that that pressure. And, and I get how it's that, it's those moments where you can, you're comfortable in your skin, but you can feel shaky. But it is a beautiful time to reinforce to yourself that you got this. You you know you were happy prior to this, so you feel like you're on the right track. So remember, remember that. Remember that you you own yourself and you're fine with where you are. And that's let's face it, that's the person you have to go to bed with every night, anyways. So if you're good <laughs> with yourself, then then you just let the other people. They have a need somehow that they're projecting onto you, but it's not yours. You know, so don't own. And it. that's the keyword. Yeah, that is the keyword projection. You know, when, when, when times in my life when I'm single, and all the, you know, there's a lot of people who would care about me, and but they say, you know, wouldn't you be happier with a boyfriend? They weren't <laughs> speaking to me. They no. were speaking yeah. to themselves. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Themselves yeah. Reflected in me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They they you should know? they should just say do. yeah right. They should just say, I would feel comfortable with you being with right. a boyfriend. This would be better for me. Can right. you please? Because yeah. I like that. <laughs> that is true. I would feel more comfortable yeah. if you conform to corporate should. Exactly. Right. That's And I think you just nailed it. That's actually just humanity. Like, I think that's mm-hmm. where prejudice is born, where all of it is in the fact that uh, your path looks different than mine, and that makes me uncomfortable, so therefore, please move your path. Yeah. Instead of... Right, oh, right. you've got a different way, and how awesome is that? So you you have fun. I'm over here, and we don't have that that conversation. Mm-hmm. But you're right; it's this uncomfortableness with someone's path looking different than our own. Yeah, and again, when that's done with loving intention, it, it's incumbent on us to respect right. that to say, okay, we don't have to make folks wrong because they're projecting, right? But we can also just simply show with our actions, demonstrate with our behavior and our spirit. I'm fine the way I am. Right. I'm fine when I'm dating someone. I'm fine when I'm not. 
Yeah. I will not let corporate America or cultural should exactly. tell me how to feel. See, I think that's amazing. Sergey's doing the that. little waggy finger in the well. Got the stuff. I like, was gonna say, can preach. I be loving I and accepting and still be sassy? Because <laughs> duh, because <laughs> that's the only way. That, yeah, that, right? Yeah. Because that's that's how I need to do it. <laughs> I love that. Oh. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's totally healthy. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, real love, the real authentic connection that people share is not contingent on any particular time of the year. Right. Relationships can be joyful. They can be strengthful. They mm. can involve a lot of work, but they can also involve a lot of reward. And for those who are in relationships, you know, that happens every day of the year. That is not limited to a random day that corporate America chooses. That is the real kind of authentic work and commitment that involves all year round. So, exactly. again, I'd say whatever people decide to do or what not to do on February 14th, mm-hmm. please no. don't make that the, uh, the story here of, of your life. Right. It's right. really, you know, it's a day. I, th- I think that's I love beautiful. That. Uh, okay, so let's, let's, let's bounce off of that. This next listener kind of has a question. Um, that deals with how to make it your own, how to not conform to what you know the world world talks about. And uh, this listener writes, Valentine's Day can be stressful for single people, but sometimes it's a little stressful for couples too. Loaded with expectations to go out or have a good time or even give gifts, it can be a little much. Uh, but appreciating love and relationships is really important as well. What are some good ways to enjoy that connection that may not be the traditional approach? Ooh, Yay! Smarting, See, this so. is great because this is people thinking outside the corporate box, right? This is wonderful. I say communicate with your partner or your partners if there's more than one, and decide for yourselves what this is going to look like. Do you want to do anything? Say in advance. Are we going to do the gift thing, or right. maybe we could just forget this whole Valentine's Day thing and decide, like, on a different day of the year mm-hmm. that we're going to focus on and celebrate our union or our connection. Maybe it's the day we met, or if we're married, maybe the day we got married, or right. some other day of the year that's actually relevant and meaningful uh, and significant for our connection and celebrate that together. Mm. Um, or if couples do decide to do something on their own or do, you know, they do want to authentically acknowledge Valentine's Day, I'm going to go with something I'm going to borrow from uh, your neighbor in Seattle, Dan Savage. Oh, yeah, um, yes. Because he has an approach to Valentine's Day, which I think is brilliant. And again, it involves a word I can't say on the radio, but <laughs> it does involve connecting sexually. Mm-hmm. That's the G-rated version. There you go. <laughs> physically before you celebrate Valentine's Day. Like, so if you're planning a dinner or a movie or you feel like that's important for you to do and you really want to do it, but you also want to consider sex as an option, right. start with mm-hmm. the sex. Do that first. Oh, okay. You know, I Because like then... Yeah. You can do that first, and then go to your dinner, go to your reservation, go to your movie, and then you don't have to think about it. Right. You don't have to worry about eating too much or drinking too much or what's going to happen later. And then, you know, what happens is couples do all this celebration for Valentine's Day, and by the time they get home, they feel full, they feel bloated, they feel tired, they feel exhausted. They don't want to have sex anymore. Exactly. And then they feel guilty about it, because corporate America made them feel guilty. Yeah, right. Because this is the one day year they're supposed to. Exactly. You (laughs) did it wrong. Yeah. 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 So start with the intimacy. Right? Start with the yeah. physical. Start with dessert. 
And then That's what I was going to say. Start with the dessert. Start I love with that. dessert is right. <laughs> uh, that's perfect. I start every meal with dessert. Right? Let's do this. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice. funny. So in hey. other words, if you feel like you want to follow tradition, make yeah. your own tradition. Right. Both a good tradition right. and do your own. Do your own version of Valentine's Day that's absolutely and authentically exactly. right for you mm. and your connection. And listen, if you're going to start that. with sex... The the most the opportunity that if you do feel like it again afterwards, well, bonus, you know, so I can you don't have to feel right. guilty if right. it happens. Bonus round, we're good. Exactly, we're good. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, right. love to the first. There time is again. joy everywhere <laughs> of that. that. Uh, Damon, we we have a listener who's commenting in a question right now um, that I sure. wanted to ask you. Um, I, I guess it's it's two questions in one. Um, but they're wondering what how you feel. Um, that the impact and role of social media has transformed relationships in the last 10 years. And also what's the biggest relationship killer and the biggest relationship positive Ooh. that keeps them going. I love these this are is, great this, questions. I know this is a lot. We could do a week. <laughs> I know. Right. Let's uh, wow. Stay on for the second hour. At our, this listen, point. our listeners are brilliant. <laughs> I know. Right. Um, I, so I'll just give you some, it's a great, wonderful, wonderful question. That's why I said that. Yeah. This is a really wonderful question. Um, a social media. I, I think social media is a tool that can be used for good or it can be used for bad. It can be used to draw people together mm-hmm. or it can be used to separate people. Um, I think especially for gays and lesbians, social media is a good thing because we reduce so much of the isolationism that we had before the Internet. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's impossible now for anyone in the world to grow up thinking I'm the only person who has ever felt this way because we have tools like the Internet to say that there's many people who feel this way, and a lot of them are really happy and joyful in their lives. Um, so I think social media has been a lot to reduce isolation and to give people tools to meet and connect and have some great sex and have some great relationships in ways that were not available to us before. But of course, we could use the same tools to ultimately feel isolated and alienated if we're going about it for the wrong reasons. The wrong reasons saying, I need someone because I'm empty, I have a void, right. and it's up to another person to make me feel like my life is meaningful and relevant and important. And if I'm going to use other people to do that, it doesn't matter if you do that with social media or you know the local coffee shop. That's kind of the, the, the problematic pro- reasons why people get in relationships that leads to suffering. There, you just got a whole week course. Oh, I love that. <laughs> wow. So we could go on about any of those points, but that yeah, would be my yeah. short answer okay. to that question. And then I don't remember what the second part of that was. Uh, what's the biggest, essentially, what's the biggest killer of a relationship and what's the biggest positive of a relationship that keeps it going? Um, the biggest killer is is... Should again, but it's an acronym I use called the DEADS. DEADS stands for demands, expectations, attachments, disappointments, and shoulds. Oh, wow. Those are the DEADS mm-hmm. that kill any relationship when those five are in overdrive, um, as opposed to what I call the HIPS. We want to raise HIPS, and HIPS is an acronym yes, we that do. stands for hopes, <laughs> intentions, preferences, suggestions. Those are the hips that I think really help people um, get through conflict and deal with issues throughout the long course of a relationship. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, and again, sorry, what was the last part? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, well I think you answered Yeah, you did. It's the positives of a relationship. And it sounds like, you know, hips are really what bring a relationship to life. Oh, it and, is. In more oh, than one way, is. Damon. And you know that. <laughs> And relationships, no matter what kind of relationships, whether there's someone you're with for five years, five decades, or five minutes, 
all relationships can be conduits for growth, for evolution, for tools. People are put in our lives for a reason, and it's often the people who challenge us who are our greatest teachers. So if we can use relationships as an opportunity to mutually give and receive love and connection and pleasure and joy, as well as growth and evolution and change, wow, that is what, to me, this whole relationship thing is about. And again, that has nothing to do with a certain day of the year. That's no. every day of the year. And I think, yeah, and I think you're right. You mentioned holidays earlier. It is all about what you do in the whole spectrum of whether you put a year on it or whatever. It's ne- it's when we focus too mm-hmm. much on it's just this day, this day, and this day that it's the pressure. Of course, is overwhelming. Right. And you know, you, you have to you have to remember it's an everyday thing in your life. Yeah. Yeah. I I just didn't get in a relationship for Valentine. Sometimes I get in a relationship just for Valentine's <laughs> Day. But you, you, if you're in a relationship, it's not just that day. Every day you're with that that person or yes. people. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. If you're authentically doing the work, and exactly. the work can be joyful, but if you're authentically doing it, it's going to be a, a. It's not just relegated to one day. Right. It would be like you know, if you wanted a beautiful garden, you would need to tend to it consistently. Right. Not just right. one day of the year. Exactly, and I think that's also uh, some advice that also relates to uh, our shy person from earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, Project they shy. Might, Project shy. That yeah. they might also find some positive things to take from those two questions as well and maybe uh use that in the relationship Mm -hmm. especially the deads and the hips those are brilliant brilliant thank you well that's because you're so smart which is why we love you so oh you you boys are wonderful i really appreciate and i just really appreciate how much positivity and you know hope that you bring into our world i've told you this before we all have a function here and we all Mm -hmm. have work to do Mm -hmm. in these next four years and beyond and exactly. I think the way you're communicating and helping people have fun and laugh and grow, this is so important, and, and that cannot be understated right now. I think that's amazing. And, you know, one of the things uh, we always talk about after we're, you know, we, we interview people, the ones we love the most are the ones that can go to the silly with us and then turn around and they go to the, the series. And I love that in this, in this one conversation alone, we have gone from politics Mr. Trump himself, all the way to to relationships exactly. and then to laughter, yeah. and that's we have a very well rounded uh, a crew here between the three of us. I say <laughs> we have a good relationship <laughs> yes. all year round. We are good. <laughs> well, Damon, thank you so much for yet again coming on our show and spending time with the boys here, uh, and we look forward to many more, many more. I look forward to it too. Thank you both so much. Now go thank be warm. You. Stay warm. Okay. I'll stay warm today. <laughs> okay. Thanks, David. Okay. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. And that was, of course, Outspoken's very own amazing relationship and sex therapist, Damon L. Jacobs, who is an actual licensed relationship therapist yeah. out of Manhattan, joining us once a month, the first Sunday of every month, he comes on the show to, he to does. share with us. You know what? Someday um, we will a have him personally in the studio yes. to, to do a whole show with us. Exactly. And, um, an- another day we will probably actually be clients of his because uh, yeah, I right? think we both need that. So bring it. <laughs> I was talking to a friend the other day and I said, you know yeah. what? There's no shame in therapy. And I no. think every human being, whether life seems pretty good, it's right. always good to have someone there on the outside third party 
you yeah, know, exactly. who is outside your life looking in to help yeah. you kind of get a better perspective. I you, think that's helpful. And you and I have had this conversation before, which is we care about our physical health so much that we see doctors for checkups and dentists, yes. you know, ideally twice mm-hmm. a year, but sometimes it's five. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, but we never do the same for our mental health. It never. should be the same thing. Do checkups, even if you're not, you know, if you don't have something you're worried or exactly. concerned about. It's checkups good are good. Up. Yeah. And if, if, if you do have something Mental to concern about, that's are fine just too. just as important. Thank you. Just as Thank important. You. I love it. Hey, we're theming some music this week. Yeah, <laughs> we are. Aren't we? This this was your idea and I love it. It's um, great. <laughs> and, and this is your uh, a song that you are absolutely obsessed with obsessed right now, which is Obsessed and all great. of our songs today <laughs> are all about what's going on outside. It, winter, quote unquote, wonderland. Uh, yeah. I say I that as facetiously as possible. Yes. Um, so this is going to be a song by Tori Amos, and this is Winter. Outspoken received support from Nine Bar and Bistro, featuring a full bar, food menu, and trivia on Thursday nights. Located at 232 West Sprague Avenue, there's more information is available at 509-747-1621. Outspoken received support from an instant sign factory, celebrating 25 years serving the inland northwest indoor and outdoor sign needs. More information at 1-877-778-7446 and online at instantsignfactory.com. Outspoken is funded in part by the Pride Foundation. For more information, visit pridefoundation.org. And remember, you are back with Outspoken. You're back. KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And I haven't said that in like a year. I know. I love I You know what? And I thought, oh, we need to say that. You're, I'm going to do You're it. good at that. And I think so that. So you. Um, but that's oh, why we let you do it. Because it's perfect. <laughs> Um, I, we are just kind of in that transition between a really good conversation we've had and a really good conversation we're gonna we're have. We're gonna have. So here's the thing. I, we have a lot of positive love and light people on today and yeah. I am really vibing with that. I love that because in a minute, mm-hmm. of course, we're mm-hmm. going to have on, uh, the DJ, the host of her own talk show in out of Manhattan, Lena Bradford. And I'm excited because, you know, in all of our research on Lena, like we try to do with all of our guests, she's so positive energy, this beautiful, yeah, loving yeah. spirit, very love and light. Mm-hmm, uh, very much. Oh, like, a, it's just, I love it. I know. I'm fascinated uh, and by her. There and, is sassy, oh, which, excuse here's me, the thing. key in our... Love key. and sass go hand in hand. I because think so. I think it's the best of love languages is when you can give sauce to someone yeah. and be like we're okay right but listen up because <laughs> right? you done messed that's up that's why i asked damon yeah i can i be loving and supportive and still be sassy because <laughs> yes. that's important to me yeah it's important yeah. like your and i's friendship wouldn't survive without sass no <laughs> i it would be so different okay let's be honest there's some shade lots but of shade it's all in love exactly and support exactly <laughs> well something that's funny that happened this morning is we always talk about you are always well we talked with damon Mm-hmm. Um, you're such a cheerleader for in my life and and honestly in so many people's lives I think your friends uh, outside of here would also agree um, that is you that right, is, and it's right, a beautiful right. and it's annoying but it's beautiful <laughs> Thank you. and me I tend to be but I'm learning to choose not to automatically go to pessimism sure, yeah. even though I tend to be be that way and what was funny is this morning I got I got to 
turn the table you and did. be a cheerleader for Sergey, and it made me so happy. Right. Well, you know, you are doing so well at that. Oh, at okay. that, you know, being a lot more positive and right. and even taking a step back and saying, okay, okay, hold on. Before I react, let's look at this. Let's right. see where it's let's coming look at the from. Pieces. And that's amazing because you're growing as a human being, as we all are. In, right. In as our we all ways. should. As we yeah. all should. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Ideally. Um, and, and yeah, this morning for me was a little on the downer side and, you know, I love that you had that energy and positivity and that you shared that with me. So thank oh, you. I am. And let's be honest. I mean, <laughs> it's hard because you were on this. You have been for the last six months, I think, on this transformation. Right. Uh, you've chosen to do this new, this very strict diet because you have goals. Yes, you I have do. goals for exactly. your body. And I thought... If you think about it, we were talking about powerful mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And, and, and the choices that we have with Damon. I think what an amazing thing. Do we ever stop and go, I am a powerful person. Yeah. I'm a powerful yeah. being. And like I told you, I'm like, what's amazing, if you look at just this little thing, going to the gym or whatever, you are are having the power to change the cells in your body. You're right. having the power to change the muscles and how they work. And it's such a big impact. That is how powerful a human being is. Mm-hmm. A human being has the power to change the world yeah. and to change around them. And, I, and I'm fascinated by helping people step into their power right? because I believe we all have personal power. Yeah. We all have the ability to to change the way we see life, to change our bodies, which mm-hmm. what an amazing thing that is we're all really superheroes yes absolutely really really right about that you know i love the moment you know sometimes you just sit there um and you kind of realize um how powerful you are and Mm -hmm. that you're savagely grateful for that power that you possess because (gasps) you're alive in in like the vast cosmos of the universe you're just you're here you're you have the ability to do all those things i want to make that an affirmation yeah to every day choose to be savagely, savagely. grateful. <laughs> savagely. Sa- you are so intensely grateful. grateful. You are savagely yeah. grateful. You want to think... murder that gratefulness to have more. <laughs> That's the okay, savage well, part. Okay, so there's a line <laughs> and you probably would <laughs> you know. Hey, listen, whatever. <laughs> but it is that, and <laughs> yeah, I want yeah. that because it is very easy, as Damon said earlier, it is very easy to get bogged down in the current political environment. Right, right. Life gives us plenty of reasons mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. you know, we've had, we talked about this has been a rough week for the boys there's lots going on and we you have the choice to get buried in the dark you do. or to address hey sometimes yeah. you have to, to be grown-ups and address situations right, and then right. move find a way to for uh positively move from that and it's a choice every human mm-hmm. being has you know it's just mm-hmm. like we were talking about seeing the mckinley school that there's a choice even for that school it can stay a dilapidated building right. in spokane and that could be all it is. Or someone can come along and give it a life. new life. Exactly. And so that's the way we look at Spokane. We can be sad and say there's nothing here. Mm-hmm. Or we can find those pieces and move forward. And bring You're that welcome, yeah. Oprah. Yeah. You are so... <laughs> that's okay. We yeah, will be on why. your show. We get it. Hello, I mean. excuse me. We're waiting for that call. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah, we're right here. Girl, the yeah. phone is not that hard. I know. I'm just saying. You're right, though. You're right. And, you know, I, it's that expression that I really do enjoy. It's the 10... Per- you have no control over 10% of what happens to you. Yeah. But 90% of what happens to you is what you, how you react to that. Yes. It's, it's, you know, how are you going to choose to see it? Exactly. The positivity or the negativity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, What you do with it. Do you learn? If it's a mistake, mistakes happen. But you have to pick up and learn from that and become a better person. And relationships are the same way. Exactly. You're going to look at your relationship. And here's the thing I'm not saying that sometimes relationships 
aren't at a point where you move on. But that's a choice. And mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's a choice on how you discover that and then what you right, do with right. it. Then maybe you look and go, okay, we have exhausted everything we can, but it doesn't have to be unloving or horrible because I'm going right. to be grateful for however long we've been together and what I've learned. And now let's, let's you know, what uh, Gwyneth Paltrow would say, consciously uncouple, mm-hmm. you know? Consciously uncouple. It's an yeah. annoying phrase, but yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. That you are going to respect it enough, but to know that it's time right. to move forward. Right. It's not, listen. It's a balancing act. I only get yeah. this positive like once a year. So, I, I, hey. I mean, <laughs> when it happens. I'm going to put it in a jar, right. keep yes. it for a little bit, and on right. your negative days, release Do it. Do it. Because when it happens and it's on show day, I, then <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners, but you have to you have yeah. to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Plus, get some coffee in you. And yes. It's, it's I told amazing. Kurt this morning, I'm like, Kurt, I am positive mm-hmm. already. I just had an Americano. I am positive on speed. Yeah. That is what we're doing. <laughs> Super. We're positive like like in the superhero sense yeah positive anyways and we're really good at you know having to fill in (laughs) i know and also (laughs) by the way welcome to your therapy session on the radio you're welcome we just had um, damon on but now it's us and it's all about being positive and i think in unity and in Mm -hmm. the things we're looking around someone was mentioning that there's protests every day and i don't think protest means not positive it means coming together because you still have to operate within reality and there are certain things to be concerned about right but you choose an empowering way to address it exactly uh, and that is how you step forward in your power um one of the things yeah that we love about andrew biviano who was on he is the current chair of the spokane county democrats um and he has been very active lately and one of the things kathy mcmorris rogers released a she wrote an article that was released and she talked about working together and what i love is even though he doesn't necessarily normally agree with her, if you know anything about uh, Mr. Biviano, um, he stood up and, and he has made this new, and he's like, I'm willing to work together. I want to support everything you said. If you're willing to work with me, I'm it's willing to stand up street. beside yeah. you. And I thought, that's how we all should yeah. approach everything. That, Absolutely. Listen, if you are willing to Absolutely. have the goal of working together, I am willing to find a way to support and right. work with right. you on that. Even though at times we have been diametrically opposed, mm-hmm. let's find a positive way forward. So, yeah. um, where can we come? I together? really appreciate reading his statements. Mm-hmm. I swear he has one every day about the man. I don't know when he sleeps. He's or... nonstop. No, nonstop. And, and as he should be. Important. Yeah, he's he's a important person in our local community. Really, um, that I think is going to grow fast. And I'm glad yeah. he's stepping up to people like Kathy McMorris Rogers. And uh, just just to preface that um the letter that she wrote out mm-hmm. i it, i mean it came from a uh, the situation at mlk day yes. when she was talking about um you know coming together at the and NAACP. that kind of thing at the NAACP and she got booed because she does not support the policies or anything that, that would support equality and equality equality and, and coming together especially yeah. uh, uh african american rights yeah, she has not proven none to be. And so, of course, she got booed, and she got a little butthurt about that. She did. And, and she wanted to now tell she's crying about it. And here's the thing. I agree. I read it as well. You know, I agree there were great statements in there. Right. So if those statements are true, mm-hmm. if she wishes if to she do does. this, or if they were just politically motivated to say, hey, you hurt my feelings, and, right. and right. to do what Kellyanne Conway would say, oh make it about the oh quote-unquote haters, right. instead of about the actual issue, if she wants to, listen... I want everybody to work together. Mm-hmm. If you mean it, mm-hmm. let's figure that out. If it was a political statement, obviously your actions will tell that. Exactly. And then, but don't blame people mm-hmm. for being mm-hmm. concerned 
so maybe it's a time, as Viviana uh, pointed out in his statement, if you would actually like to talk to constituents who are worried, then let's talk about ways in which you can connect with them. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And and honestly, the first place you should start with is listening to them instead yeah. of just saying, oh, well, you guys, you kind of hurt my feelings and right. I don't really agree with you. No, there's probably valid points. And they are, like you said, your constituents. You right. represent them whether they voted for you or not. Exactly. This is how it goes. And you're supposed to equally represent You're supposed them. to equally oh, represent. And that has is. not been a thing. And for those are, those of our listeners who aren't in, uh, we're in Spokane, Washington, not in the area, this is local politics. We yeah. highly encourage you to be aware of what's going on locally around you right. because right. each of us need to know and maybe, what is happening. maybe you're lucky enough to have good representatives that you yeah. know do stand up for so you. Support them. Support them. Yeah. yeah. Be yeah. this is the time to get out there but, and and, and do, this is what we always say to people. Even if your representative is who you voted for, mm-hmm. well then make sure they're always representing you because exactly. people are people and we all kind of go with different Hold issues. Hold them accountable. So you still need to be involved. There's never a, a time where mm-hmm. you, we can just rest it's time to keep each other accountable well and i know at least in spokane the third legislative district um Mm -hmm. which is where i'm in uh, and is that marcus it it is marcus yeah marcus Marcus um andy uh billy but not billings no breast or no yeah anyways andy uh, how are you andy (laughs) how are you (laughs) my friend (laughs) they always have um, town hall meetings yes, almost you know once a quarter they come in and even if not you can send them emails um, I know I've sent emails to, to Marcus about things concerning it's very important it's super to important. communicate with your he gets back representative. to you he gets back to you he says listen that's on my mind thank you so much I know that Patty Murray does Boom. too and yeah, and Patty Murray is is a senator. Yeah, and and she's not a state she will senator. Write you she's a she's congressional. Yeah, and it's she not will very form. I mean, they, it actually out, addresses yeah. everything you've said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've had that happen. So there and you go. And all of them are supposed to. And if you're if That's you are job. inclined and are able to, you mm-hmm. can even go to Capitol Hill in Olympia, mm-hmm. and, and you meet. can actually meet face. You, you can, can schedule a meeting. Yeah, they have to show up. But <laughs> which I'm not saying from experience, but I am <laughs> oh, that boy. some. Didn't bother to show yeah. up to uh, a meeting. But, uh, I, hey, I did get to meet with an assistant. Matche. Right, right, Matche. right. Matche. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I did meet with an assistant who was not helpful, but I did meet. No. So, no. no, but you do, as a citizen, you have, have the, right the right and responsibility at you some point. You can even do it downtown here. Yeah. You can schedule these meetings. They have time set aside for Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, just get involved. And you know mm. what? I think we might just take Let's another take winter song break. Oh, um, winter. I know. The only know. thing good about it is these songs. Hey, listen. <laughs> this is our way of being positive about it and celebrating exactly. it because what can you do? It's I know. Here. Because someone really ticked off Elsa. <laughs> really know, hardcore. Right? Oh, speaking of Elsa, we're going to be playing uh, Do You Want to Build a Snowman from Frozen, so you're welcome. You are back with KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and you're listening to Outspoken. The positive two hours. That's you're right. welcome. Now, from the world from world renowned DJ to the Queen of Fire Island to her very own talk show in the dollhouse with Lena, she has made life what she has wanted from the very beginning. She uses her platforms to talk with LGBT youth and give some love and light back to the world around her. And to talk about all of this and maybe what her magic eight ball says for the boys, we are very thrilled to bring <laughs> Lena Bradford to Outspoken. <laughs> Lena, are you there? I am here. You guys are fantastic. Oh, I love the way that you two vibe you. off of one another. Uh, I've been listening to the whole show, uh, and now I'm hooked. Uh, Michael, well, hi, guys. Hey, hello. Uh, hello. You know what? We're it's excited. so mutual because I have yeah. watched your show. Yeah. And- 
your energy is so beautiful and positive that it's impossible oh, not to want to be there. Right? Can, can we just can we're we gonna steal be your live studio audience? Yeah, we're just gonna show up. I already knew because I am an old school witch. I said to the magical eight ball, "You have got to conjure these two little boobalas up into the oh. dollhouse at some point. So you guys will be conjured up. I don't know when it will happen, but it's gonna happen. Hey, yes, we, we will be ready. We Love will it. be ready. Love it. That's what he said. Uh, <laughs> always, always. <laughs> okay. Guys, thank you for having me. Uh, Who are you? It's our it's our pleasure. pleasure. We're great. We're enjoying currently um, a, a little bit of snow here in, in just spring. a tiny, so, tiny. Um, if you're anywhere warmer, send that our way, please. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, honey, uh, I'm in New York and it's been so odd. It's been up and down the weather. It's really? so oh. weird. That's what yeah. I heard. We had on a therapist out of Manhattan, but he's in Brooklyn yes, today. I heard he him. Said, That's right. Yeah, yeah, he said he's freezing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, this. Today. Oh, oh, good. Okay, and that's where we need to be. Yeah, the, it's send, send that uptown than it is from wherever he is. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So uh, let's begin um, straight off the bat with your connection to Fire Island. Obviously, it's it's kind of a, a gay mecca, um, mm. and you quickly became the main event there and the queen DJ of the Fire Island. Um, talk and to us. Talk to us about that. Um, the early days of being a DJ and you know getting 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 that groove going. Sure. Um, well, I've been spending this actually this April, my birthday will be 20 years, but I Ooh. spent uh, 10 years out in Fire Island and oh. I ended it about two seasons ago. Mm-hmm. And I started in 2005. I mean, I had been going there since. The <clears throat> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so I've known, you know, the different um, um, uh, roller coaster um, uh, vibes of the island as, you know, mm-hmm. anyone who is, you know, alive and listening and, you know, um, dialed into life knows and so i've known the pattern of how it worked therefore i could have never pictured one being a dj at that time or ever being a part of the amazing roster that have you know uh, blessed fire island so to have been able to be a part of that for 10 years is pretty monumental so it started in 2005 the owner at the time eric um had reached out to me and asked if i would like to you know come and spin one gig I said, well, you know, I was already doing Saint Tropez and Sardinia at the time. That was my that was my summer. Just these scenario little shows. Prior to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I did, and it really it just became one of these things that was just like, wow, I'm so glad I took the Pepsi challenge, and I did, <laughs> and it was like it, it became so popular and huge that I ended up moving out there and taking on like a whole scenario, and it just literally. It took a life of its own on, and I mean, if anyone who has not been a part of it can go on and look and see, but I just feel so blessed to have been able to be a part of the history of that magical place. I was going to say, you're a living part of the history of this iconic place to so many, uh, even if uh, there's LGBT people who haven't been there, we all know... Fire Island and what what an amazing thing to be a, a living part of history. That's yeah, just yeah. insane. And then it's a magical place, you know. I mean, right. and if you are a spiritual person, or even if you're not, it is like a beacon of light there. Like it is like a satellite dish. I say for everything that's beautiful. And you know, it can be anything you want it to be. I mean, you know, if you're going there just for the party, sure, it's just the party. But right. it's so many other elements, you know. And for me, because I lived out there from April to. Um, um, October every year for 10 years, you know, I got to really find myself in some ways, you know, I, I became a different person. I, I became the person that I was meant to be 
being yeah. a part of right. that island. That's how magical it is. Oh, sure. See, that's I'm going. I know booking flights right now. I know now. we're done. Well, now, the time would have gone when I was <laughs> yeah. there. But anyway, <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> now, that was so much a part of your life, I mean, every yeah. day. How has, now that you've moved on, you said you haven't been there for two seasons, what is life like post-Fire Island for you? Did you How know, long did it take I, to adjust? Well, you know, it's funny. I've always had this alarm clock within me that's always known to go to the next place in my life, you right. know, from dance to, you know, acting to modeling to all mm-hmm. of the things that it is that I've done. DJing, obviously. So I knew going into that last season that it was going to be my last season. I didn't know until it happened. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like I always moved out, like, you know, on April 1st. Um, and, you know, we would kick it off on my birthday on the 14th. Mm-hmm. And I knew then, I was like, you know what? This is going to be my last season. But I'm obviously not going to say anything until the end of the season because I don't want people to, like, not be able to be invested in what the magic right. is. You know, right. this is for me and not for them. And I just felt for a very long time I was putting myself I was putting everyone else in front of me. And mm-hmm. I knew that if I stayed on any longer, which I could have easily mm-hmm. finished off the rest of my life there, but, but that would never be me. You know, when anyone who ever gets the lean of experience, regardless of it's music or, or if it's my philanthropy, you know, speaking to young kids, whatever it is, if you're going to get the full experience of lean, it's because I'm completely invested and I'm there in it. Right. So if I feel like there's not a part of me that's not there, honey, I'm going to be the first one to be fair to myself and everyone else and do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So I said, you know, Lena, let's make this really special and go out with a bang. And Shazam, and I did. And I took the winter off, not knowing where it was that I was going to take myself, but I did know that I, I usually would go back to Europe and once I was living in London for the last um, four years beforehand, mm-hmm. um, I would head back to Europe in November and then I would be there from November to March and then come back, shoot the Twirlina um, campaign, and then head back out to the beach in April. Wow, so wow. I took off the whole winter. I let it speak to me. Yeah. And I always knew that at some point I wanted to do a talk show, and I knew that you know somehow my Barbies would be incorporated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I did, and that's when it spoke to me. And here we are now in season two. God, that's so amazing. You know, you just the way that you you know, had this amazing career and, and, and did this DJing thing and then moved on to do what you truly wanted to do and find that Even passion. Even more, this where, evolution. Exactly. Where did you find, you know, how do you get success in all of that? I mean, is there a secret recipe that you have or are you just simply a brilliantly amazing woman? Well, I, I mean, think that you're very kind for saying yeah. those words. I, you know what? It goes back to the... Um, matriarch that is my family like yeah. all the women were all aries and you know people have ever asked me in interviews what is your inspiration yeah. and i say the strong women that i came from oh, you know i left the it. house knowing that you know i was special i came from a biracial family i never knew prejudice but that i always knew that i had a very strong backbone and everything that it is that i did and educated myself was going to further me along and everyone else that comes um, in contact with me in educating themselves. And we do mm-hmm. this together. It's Wimbledon. It's back and forth. Mm-hmm. That's how I've always operated. So with that being said, I've always known that my spirituality has guided me and taken me away from darkness. Those two cherubs on my shoulders, thank you, thank you, thank you, <laughs> <laughs> have always kept me there and, and kept me dialed in to know that, you know what? Okay, you know what? Yeah. You don't have to feel like you can only do one thing. I always knew that there was all these things that I was talented at when I was a kid. But then I said, well, God, do I need to, you know, um, decipher and figure out which one that it is that I need to do? And I'm like, no, there's obviously a reason that I feel connected to all these things that speak to me and that I feel that I can do very well because I've had, you know, people that I recognize and that I give mad homage to 
mm-hmm. say, you're really good at that. Right. So why not say, you know what? Again, take the Pepsi challenge, do one, and then when you feel like you're done with it, go to the next. And that's what I've done my whole career. I feel like we are all related right now because <laughs> that, are. that's exactly how we approach everything. And I want to say you've mentioned uh, your spirituality. It's a very grounding force for you. It's a very, oh, yes. it's a very loving place. And everyone place. who knows me knows that. Yeah. Right? And right. it's a very loving place. We were watching PBS First Person did a little... Uh, oh, that's a yeah. good one. Oh, it it's an excellent one. one. And they it. talked a little about, I believe you talked about growing up with a grandmother who was wicked and how mm-hmm. uh, the relationship and the influence, how did that impact your life? And then where did you find your own, where you owned your own spirituality? Well, you know, um, my grandmother, she's amazing. She's been a part of the S&M contingency for the Gay Pride Parade since oh. the 70s. She's a female and a male slave. She's wow. a famous yeah. opera singer. We grew across, I grew up across the street from Carnegie Hall. Like, she took me to 54 when I was a kid. You know, oh, I just, wow. That's my grandmother. So mm-hmm. if you can only imagine, like, the enlightenment and Everyness that this woman brings yeah, to me, wow. and still she lives very not not very far from me here right now uptown. Oh. She's everything. So she helped me understand, and also my 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 parents understand me being this special beacon of light. So yeah. my family wasn't going to question anything. Nothing was ever questioned. It was just that like, this is exactly where you're supposed to be. Wow. Those are the ways that these women in um, my family moved and grooved. So if you've got the hierarchy of the family saying. <laughs> this is how it is, honey. You're not right. questioning it. You're going <laughs> along with it. You're feeling the energy and the vibes. And that's all I grew up with. That's all I know. Wow. Wow. I, I know. You... I know. And every day I'm just like, God damn, I'm yeah. so blessed to right. have yes. come from that. Yeah. Exactly. I wish that and everybody. So that's all I do is spread that around, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. Right. No one ever wants it down their throat. Like, I, I'm, I'm very at ease with how it is that I am. I'm not a preacher. I'm just someone that's just giving yeah. you my experience of what yeah. it is that I've gone through. Right. And if it feels and touches you, honey, let it rape you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, first of all, I love okay, quotes yeah. from you. I would, we would yeah. listen to your show and I would just type out quotes. Exactly. That I just Take have that to, to the bank. Like, oh, God. Uh, first of all, I, w- I wish everybody in the world was raised like that and had that right, great that influence. Openness. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I uh, thought you said I hope that everybody in the world gets raised no, like no, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> that did not come no, from my mouth. No, no, no. no. I love it. <laughs> well, well, shut <laughs> that down right here. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but, you know, you, you just talked about, you know, understanding your talents and, and realizing that at such an early age, did you always, you know, foresee this beautiful path in front of you and, and how you would get there? And it's so different than the typical nine to five that people, you know, parade around for some reason. Right. But, you know, how, how I, was that? I, I have. You know, it's funny. And, I was, and I've always been a very patient Aries woman. Um, I, I've always known that, you know, when, when something was bershert, meaning meant to be, it will be for mm-hmm. me. And because I was that way and I always paid attention and... Um, and always ask questions. You know, remember, honey, we come from the school of pre-internet, um, uh, okay? Right. I come so, from the school sure. of touch, feel, smell, get out there and do the homework, <laughs> get your fingernails dirty, right. know your past so you know where you're going. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's my school. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm that girl. And I mean, that's also what my show embodies and who I embody is all of that, you know? So I, I really kind of have always been one, ageless, and just kind of transcended through everything where I don't do labels. Labels are something that it is that I'll wear, you know. Right. For me, I'm a dynamic being before anything, and you can't contain something like that by placing it into a category. Right. 
and yeah, and giving you rules that just don't yeah. apply to you. Yeah. And and it's one of the things never been my my vibe. Right. And you're and you know, <clears throat> we keep talking about your positivity positivity and this amazing love and light that really just exudes from you just by being you. And you yeah. share that positivity a lot with LGBT youth. And one of some of my favorite quotes is you said in interviews that you grew into yourself as a being. You learned mm-hmm. to occupy your skin and that's yeah. what you want for that's your wish for LGBT youth oh. is that they find the way to own themselves and occupy the skin they're in. The baby and and in hearing you say it takes on a whole new life even though I said it, but in your um um, your delivery and your tone, so beautiful and eloquent. Oh, thank and you. Thank yes, you. baby, yes. Because I believe that, like I said, be patient. Just because you are young, um, before you even transgen- uh, before you even um, transition, let's right. give you a perfect scenario. So a young girl who's going out for the first time and she gets, you know, done up, maybe it's on Halloween with her friends. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden it gets caught on. And they're like, oh my God, you look really amazing. Oh, you should really start doing this. She does it. She she realizes that. Wait a minute. I think this is speaking to me in a different frequency than just you know getting up in it and having it be quote unquote a side gig. Mm-hmm. It's speaking to her on a level of oh my god. I feel like this is an extension of really who I am. So let me investigate this a little bit more. <clears throat> Again, she's getting all of all of this attention mm-hmm. so early on, but it's it's it, and I don't want to say the wrong attention, but it's a false attention because she hasn't gotten a chance to know herself yet so she's going by the false presentations that it is that people are seeing and what she's selling because she's doing it in the most pure way get it right but she hasn't given herself a chance to understand what exactly this is yet so mind you she goes with what she's hearing from everyone else oh you go girl you're fierce you look amazing blah 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 and then all of a sudden she gets caught up with getting the attention from the guys in a different Mm way where it's something that she felt that she never had a, a connection to. Honey, now you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Right. You're not even connecting and giving yourself the time to blossom into a beautiful woman before trying to please a man or yeah. someone else or to get the attention that is false. And you get it for the wrong reasons, and you right. become someone that you're really not supposed to be, a nasty person. Right. And you're getting so, your, your perception of yourself mm-hmm. from the reflection mm-hmm. of what other people are telling you you are Completely. before you can actually... Exactly. Before you you're can do what you say. you your own dreams yeah. before yeah. you get the right one. Exactly. Before you're saying, which is that you came to the place where you learned who you were and you became oh, comfortable yes. in your I own skin. Yeah. There was no rush to do any hormone therapy or any of that jazz. Right. Lena needed to blossom and become the strong being yes. before anything. Yeah. Wow. And I think that is, you are right, that's a lesson that we we miss it's with our everyone. kids. For yes. Everyone, not gay, lesbian. Exactly. Being, yeah. being has being. no label and has exactly. no gender. Exactly. Being, we're all beings and humanitarians before we're any of that. Oh, right. Perfect. Oh my God. I, I, preach it, we're at church. I'm that, loving it. I'm loving <laughs> it. That's right. For real. I love it. Oh, so okay, Lena, we can't talk about uh you know you know your your Fire Island stuff without talking about your current show. And and talk to us a little Aww. bit about transitioning, you know, that uh the DJing and the amazing parties start and going to starting your own show with guests like Carson Cressley and even Whoopi Goldberg. Wow. How? Yeah, right? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, whiplash. Whiplash. <laughs> well, 
as you can see, like as an Aries, when I put my mind to something, and my friends have always said, "Like Lena, when you say you're going to do something, you do it, but you do it big." Yeah. Right? Like, I've always been. <laughs> right. And mind you, again, this is only what a year, uh, two, uh, like last winter. Yeah. I put this right. together, right. you know. So, you know, I, I've always had that um, that uh, that 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 dialed in um, communication line with myself where it's like, if I get the call, I'm answering it and I am asking it questions. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I do that. I speak to my, myself a lot. And I knew that this is really what was next for me. I mean, it was already a a given, like it it was something that I basically had uh, for um, fortune told and forsaken before it even happened. Like when I used to play with my Barbies, well, not used to, I still do. But when I played with my Barbies, (laughs) when I was a kid with my girlfriends, we would always put together these scenarios and things and I've lived out every single one of them. Like they were never like frivolous, stupid things. They were always things that I've honestly, it's kind of almost been a blueprint, if you will, of my life. Right. Well, wow. and wow. I always knew, and even with my friends, like yeah. we, we, they're always like, you're such a talk show, like, hostess. <laughs> like you just, and what you embody and how you bring it. And also your chip on it. Like, you know, it's like very Benny Hill. It's like Pee Wee's right. Playhouse. It's Madam's family. Yeah. You know, it's, oh, Benny Hill. it's all these things, you yeah. know, it's like, I'm that chick, you know, I'm goofy, I'm intellectual and I'm just, I, I want to have fun with it. And, I, for, like I've always said, love and light, you know, and we can certainly use that right now in these oh, times that we're living in. We certainly can. Like, we need to magnify it times like <laughs> 100. But who doesn't love a little eight ball sugar and some oh, magicery uh, from who, editing and, uh, and, and right? getting cheeky. I mean, seriously, <laughs> who does it? what it's all about. Well, yeah. and I love that we're teasing, like, just to remind uh, our listeners, listen, this is just a tease of the awesomeness you're going to get, so you really can oh. go check out uh, In the Dollhouse y- with Lena. You should. And one of the things I want to say is, what can viewers expect from In the Dollhouse in general? And then where is it growing for season two? Oh, this is, we're already in season two, in season three. Um, oh, right. wow. So, yeah, 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 of course. Um, what, for me, I, I don't like expectations. I, and what you see, um, from, even from myself, like looking back at season one, and now mm-hmm. we're like in the fourth episode of season two right now, I'm looking at the difference. It's so great to look back and see how much you've grown in right. just a short amount of time. And I love that. Like, I'm so unexpected. I, I love, like, just the unexpectedness of, like, I'm very organic. I've always been that way with my music. Like, mm-hmm. like oh, you know, do you have a playlist? I'm like, a what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a dialed-in chick to the universe and the right. energy. And then, like I said, you know, we both Wimbledon and we vibe off of one another. Right. So my show is obviously going to be that as well. So I, I feed off of the guest. And, you know, at the end of the day, you have to be uh, an interesting, mm-hmm. together real cool person to be on the show. You know, I'm not going to have someone with, you know, a busted energy up in there, but right? it, 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 it has to be that driving force that right, conjures right. the eight ball to bring you there. Yeah. And see, and I have to admit, we've, conjures you know, we've been ball. there. Yeah. We've had guests <laughs> yeah. who are like, oh, this is hurting. Yeah. This is hurting. But speaking of that, but posit- you know, there's a reason for that, though, because right. they need to get schooled and they're getting it on a positive level from two gentlemen who are not coming from a callous, um, craft place. You know, oh, there's see. a reason that all of those things happen. Right. You know? And I will always kill you with kindness. There's no reason for me to come crooked out of my face with you. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to remind them when they, when they have that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just play that for right, them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, Listen up. So let's talk a little bit more because. Because your positivity is just, it is breathtaking and it's very addicting, which I think is great. 
What is the secret to such a positive outlook on life? You've been quoted as saying you don't get caught up in the mascara of life or the Mm -mm. chunks of life. Where does that come from? And is that how you approach your life daily? Oh, goodness, yes. I, I, like I said, those two cherubs that sit on my shoulder, they've guided and steered me through life and kept me away from darkness. Like, I just don't see it. Like, if there is someone <clears throat> or a scenario that's dark <laughs> and negative, I won't even see it. Like, I just won't. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I don't see things that way, and I don't keep myself around that. I literally keep myself around people who are, um, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, uh Positive? Um, sorry, brain fart. No, uh, uh, fine. Parts of me. Um, oh, the, uh, I know now. I I'm, know, come I'm on. thinking positive. I'm thinking people. Who, we'll figure this out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Basically, people who share the same type of energy and vibe oh, yeah. and frequency yeah. that I do. Sure. That's not the word I'm looking for, but right. we're going to go with that, Chuck. Right. Hey, it works. <laughs> yeah, they, re- they reflect you, really. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, so if that's all you're around, that's all you're going to be. Right. Because you get to reflect that light. Yeah, it's true. It really is that easy, and people want to think that it's so much harder than it is. Honey, listen, we got to remember this. This all goes back to basics. None of this is brain surgery or rocket science, okay? We all come out of the womb, honey, with positive um, intentions, okay? All the rest of that negative bull, blah, 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 is all taught. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah. And it's all the choice in which you choose to perceive How life you around exactly. you. Completely. Exactly. Yeah. For instance, if someone I, um, like, all right, so let's just say, um, oh, what's a perfect scenario? <clears throat> okay, so I, 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 I'm, I'm at a clothing store. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, uh, some, some woman decides to, you know, throw some negative energy toward me or whatever, and it's directly in my face. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to see it that way. I'm going right. to see it that... This woman is obviously hurting, and there's something going on in her life that I obviously triggered to make it be something that I have to recognize. That's the right, way I look yeah, at it. So yeah. I'm going to be like, okay, my superior being brought you to me right now because I'm going to be the right one to come to you and not the wrong one. Because the wrong B would be coming out of her face, and it would be a hateful altercation. Right. So rather with me, honey, you're only going to get a loving scenario out of it. Mm-hmm. So mind you, she might not get it at that moment at that time. She might get it a month from now. She right. might get it a year from now. She's going to be like, oh, my God, that chick up in that clothing store could have totally gone in on me if right. she didn't. And what she taught me is what I'm getting right now. That's how you got to go through life. Right. I love that. Yeah. Yep. G- give it positive. Kill them with well, kindness. And Kill the people, you mentioning people surrounding yeah. yourself, we reflect that which we take in. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. if you're surrounded by mm-hmm. less than beauty, mm-hmm. that's what you're going to give out. So Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I hate, hate, well, hate all these yeah. young kids or whatever, like, you know, popping their gum and sucking their teeth and right. you know, being shady and tangy to everyone. I'm like, so why yeah. is right. this going to benefit you? And do exactly. you really want to be the mean girl that, that you were actually... Um, um, taunted and haunted right. in high school from. It's like mm-hmm. you become the people that you were um, uh, fearing in high school yeah. to become right. as a young gay boy. Why do you exactly. want to do that? Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's it's a cycle of hate and you, you got yeah, to stop it somewhere. You have to stop it. But stop you it think here. that that's acceptance? Like, you yeah. think it's accepting right. to have another negative person right. worship you? Right. Exactly. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's Mm-mm. not life. That's no, not good. It life. should not be life. Exactly. No. So, okay. All right. We do have to ask this question because it's we, it's, it's super important. This is the, the big hitter question. Um, you have <laughs> a lot of, do it. yeah, <laughs> you can do it. You have a lot of Barbies, like hundreds of them. Which ones are your favorites and why? 
well, thank God I'm not up in the Barbie room right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let them hear. Uh-uh. Yeah. I mean, trust me, they probably heard me now, honey. They have ESPN. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh boy well let's see there's three that have I mean mind you I love them all I yeah. really do it as you can see I have a whole room of yes them. Right. a whole um, room <laughs> <laughs> trust me I am a dedicated demented woman yes <laughs> yes is right um, <laughs> I would say um Tuesday Taylor, Darcy, oh, and um, I love my Cher dolls. Oh, well, I yeah. Love, oh, yeah, Cher's. Yeah, I mean, she just, uh, the fashions and the storylines that they gave them. Oh, and mm-hmm. Bionic Bion- Bion- Woman, too. Like, they have just great houses and great accessories. And, oh, oh my God, and of course, my Charlie's Angels dolls. I mean, oh, like, right? the, the Charlie's Angels hideaway house is everything. <gasps> Now, did you ever have, because we, uh, my sisters, but I played with them all the time. My sisters of had, of course, the Cher dolls, but they also had Marie Osmond. She had a microphone oh, God, in her hand. Oh. I'm going to take pictures, and I'm going to have <gasps> you behind the scenes. Love it. Please stuff do. Stuff that you don't see. I'm going to in, look for your inbox, honey. I'm going to send you okay. after we get off the phone. I all right. don't I have the stage. <laughs> I have the stage. I, have every, I also <gasps> have the... Um, the the one that comes up to my waistline too. Oh the, my the, 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 the gosh! Human wow. sized one. Yeah. Yes. Wow. <gasps> That's amazing. I was obsessed. And then my mom had an old old Barbie doll from when she was a little girl called the Mitzi doll. And uh, I would, that Mitzi. <gasps> see, they were just. I remember. I was so fascinated. They were so beautiful. It was. You're it made fall me fall out of your wig when you come to the doll. Oh, I am so ready. <laughs> I am so ready. <laughs> Now I'm gonna have to give you a, a, a pen to undergarment sugar. Yeah, that, I, am, I am so excited right uh, now. Yeah, we we, we are we are there. <laughs> now we cannot even wrap up this amazing interview without asking: Does the Magic Eight Ball have any advice for Jonathan and Sergey? Uh, yeah, that you better bring them here soon and that they're doing an amazing job on their show. Hello, Lena. Oh. Thank you so much. First of all, your love and light is contagious and amazing and i'm so glad we are able to help spread it on our end of things because the future is crazy amazing and we need way more people like you out there especially right back to both of you honestly you guys are you're doing such beautiful things i mean honestly your your voices but also your messages are just so beautiful like i was listening to you guys before i called it or before i called in and i was just like Wow, these are two people I would like to sit down and break bread with. You know oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. You guys have, you're doing great things, and I, I'm just sending you blessings, love, and light, too. Well, huh? thank you. Both of you. You are amazing. Thank you so much. This we we talk every day about how beautiful. sometimes we get just so lucky to meet some really authentic mm-hmm. and amazing individuals. And we make new friends. And yes. make new friends. So now we're going to be at your show because we're just determined. That's how it goes. That, no, and- completely. It's <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> well, thank you, Lena, so much. Oh, Please guys, have a beautiful you. day. Oh, one other thing i got to yes. tell you. Yes, okay. That picture that you guys have on Facebook of you two and your little snuggies are oh. adorable. <laughs> <laughs> that was our holiday <laughs> card this year. <laughs> Oh, they we, were comfortable. We are they sending were. you some pictures then because it was a whole Please. shoot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to send you guys photos as well of the Dude, Donnie and Marie perfect. scenario. We are right? so ready. We are so ready. Thank <laughs> oh, you so much. You have a beautiful you day. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. And you you guys, too. Make sure you tune into this show. They rock. Do, do it. Thank you <laughs> Thank so much. You. Bye, it, guys. Bye. <laughs> And again, to our listeners, if you cannot get enough, as we can't, of Lena Bradford, please go to DJLena.com. That's her personal website. Or 
you can check out In the Dollhouse with Lena on its very own YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So you just have to mm-hmm. go to YouTube and look up uh, In the Dollhouse with Lena. She's also on Facebook, of course. So listen, I suggest you want to surround your life in positivity. Even there your entertainment yeah. should be positive as right, well. Right. And Lena is Ooh. just breathtakingly positive Ooh. and beautiful. And I'm Loved I'm it. obsessed now. I know. I'm obsessed with right? her. Fan girl. What a beautiful person. What a, yeah. a beautiful being, as, beautiful as soul. Lena would say. Yeah. Yes, beautiful yeah. soul. Makes me excited. Sergey, are we going to take another winter you song break? We are. And we are going to play uh, Baby It's Cold Outside. This is Adina Menzel and Michael Buble. You are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. This is Outspoken, and baby, it is cold outside. I'm just saying. I will say at least the snow, although I'm not encouraging it, keeps the air a little warmer. (laughs) That's Yeah, exactly. exactly. Because when it was five degrees again this past week, my car thought Mm -hmm. that it was done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like I'm too cold. Last our January this last January was the coldest month since like 1980 something oh. in Spokane. So it's sad that I know that's that? a long time ago, but because I, I lived in it, I'm like, was that really that long? <laughs> but it was. Oh, it was boy. more than two decades ago. Oh, more than three decades ago. It was a while. Anyways, if you just joined us, we've had quite an amazing two-hour show. We had on the fabulous therapist. Uh, relationship therapist, sex therapist, Damon yeah. L. Jacobs, author of two great books out there. Um, and also, Lena Bradford. Sometimes we are lucky right. and we are sent press releases. That's how we stumbled across this amazing woman. And I love how powerful and how positive mm-hmm. that she is. It, mm-hmm. It's really been an uplifting and powerful show. It and really I think that's has. Amazing. And, and um, I like her... For everything that she does, I mean the pat her history, um, her involvement with Fire. I mean she is living history of Fire She's, Island. That's what's amazing. One hundred percent, just like part at the core of it, and that's amazing. And and yet, and she's still doing you know whatever she wants. Well, and you know, and like there's we no said limits in the on, intro. On what she, she wants creates to do. because she she creates her own world. We always say when people come to yeah. us and say, "How in the world did you do a radio show? How in the world mm-hmm. did we do? Do we go teach a class at a college? How the right? Because we didn't know we couldn't." We, no, like we, we didn't accept did. anybody putting limits on us. Right. And so because we didn't understand that that was a limit, mm-hmm. we we just create. Yeah. She has created the world in which she she lives every day, evolving, mm-hmm. and her world doesn't stop because one part has changed oh, yeah. or one part oh, yeah. has ended, and she chooses to see it in a beautiful way. And I think, you know, that's part of why our energies really did work so well yeah. together. I mean, she's so, like you said, positive and, and yeah. uplifting and everything. So, um Gosh, that was good. It was that amazing. Was good. One of the things like she that. said in her interview that I I know we really resonate with, which is that she listens to herself. Yeah. And she listens that when it's time to transition, it's time. And it may be a time that doesn't make sense to everyone mm-hmm. because she was at the top of her game. She was doing amazing things with Fire Island, but something said, it's time to go while yeah. I'm on the top of the game. Yeah. And so with that being said, we do have an announcement for Outspoken, and we know there'll be a lot of questions out there. You are welcome to always email us, to tweet us, you know, at Jonathan yeah. and Sergey, or find us on, on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, Here's any the thing. way you want. So we want all of our loyal listeners for the past almost four years to know that Outspoken has chosen to leave the air. Our final day will be on February 26th. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the month, so... 
Uh, we definitely didn't want to abruptly leave and go, but uh, we would love to hear from you, love to hear your thoughts. If you have questions, explain. But there is a there is a lot going on behind the scenes. Sergey and I have chosen to transition to, we have definitely not abandoned our mission. Never. We believe greatly in the work that we began, and uh, there are other ways right. in which we can right. can continue that work. Mm-hmm. So we will not leave you, but it is time for this part of the chapter, the last three and a half years yes. of our lives, to move forward. Yes. And, yeah. and it is a transition, and I think it's a almost natural evolution for us. Um, and it's not without you know upcoming projects and the potential to do... Um, other mediums and with which we can be advocates impactful. and exactly mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. just as impactful it's not without those that we could transition so exactly um, and don't think that you're not going to hear anything oh from no. jonathan and sergey have you met us you will hear us there you go even We're louder pretty loud and even i want to say to those a uh, few people we shared prior to this um and had questions so let me first be sure everyone understands mm-hmm. this decision was made after months of discussion. Months, it wasn't yes. something that we came to. And we did not take uh, it lightheartedly. And we did not take it lightheartedly. And after it was many, many, many conversations. And because we knew we could not stop our mission, we made sure there was a there were a few paths to take it forward. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of people's big concern right. was, uh, from the people who knew, was how can you leave now? At the time you need to, yeah, you're needed when we most. we need that. Yeah. Well, rest assured, it's just a different... Exactly. I always like to it, say death is uh, is a transfer of energy. It is mm-hmm. not the death of a human being. It's not the stop. Well, this show no, isn't dying. No death, yeah. No, we no, don't this die. This is not a death. We're not no. dying on the show. Yeah. But we are just, the we're, energy we're is up. transforming. Yeah, and we've exactly. learned a great deal yeah. here uh, you know, on these boards every and week. Exactly. And um, you know, in these next uh, you know, four weeks that we, we kind of wrap out the you know, the few seasons of, of Outspoken, um, I think there'll be a lot of moments of looking back and appreciating what we have learned and what we have experienced on air. I mean, uh, goodness, KYRS give us, gave us the the greatest opportunity oh to showcase gosh. our voices, you know, yeah. um, it, it, to, to be advocates for what we believe in. And honestly, to me, amazing people like uh, Lena Bradford yes. and, and, and the guests and the conversations that we've had on here the politicians, um, are insurmountable the, and just yeah. so... Um, so ever-changing in our But life. it's also important that we remember then, as we mm-hmm. have said many a time, yep. that it's just as important in your own life to start the conversations exactly. that we try to start here exactly. every day, especially the uncomfortable ones, yes. the ones that take you outside of your right. comfort zone. Right. But the other thing to remember is, oh, girl, you are not getting rid of us so fast that we still <laughs> have three more shows. <laughs> so That's right. We go on anywhere for three shows. Don't you forget, especially because next week mm-hmm. we have on Todd Grinnell, who is playing the part of Snyder on One Day at a Time, and the new Netflix series came mm-hmm. out January 6th. We, of course, had on the uh, amazing young act- actress who was on Isabella Gomez, yeah. who uh, played um, uh, a young lady on on the show as well. It was right. so much fun right. that they... People loved her, so she we thought, was you know great. what, one day at a time, let's let's bring on the cast. <laughs> We're just gonna bring them on. It's a good show. One. It's a good show. Check it out too. Yeah. yeah. So next week there's gonna be a great show there, and we actually. Listen, yeah. we're stocking up on good shows because we don't give up until the Mm-mm. final minute, Mm-mm. and then we still don't give up. We just move forward. Exactly. So keep tuning in for the next three weeks. Right. Feel free, you know, to and write us, give us a call. Exactly. You and as we have more more information for you on our upcoming projects, we'll let you know. And if yeah. you if you follow us on Facebook uh, or Twitter, um, you'll probably in, you'll hear. probably hear a right. lot of things, and you'll see where to go next. Don't worry. We're not leaving. Don't you worry. We We're, have you not heard. We love uh, <laughs> we'll, being we'll, loud we'll be around. out in front we'll of everybody. Around, yeah. But until next time, America, um, we will uh, see you next week.